Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me. What up, though? This is the Scooby Doo ending of episode three of the iHeartMiko podcast. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I recorded on Wednesday. Um, it was it was great. I thought it was going to be great, but I had some issues on Sunday when I was recording, and because Pro Tools was tripping, so then I got rid of Pro Tools, got a whole new system, so that I could record a different way and not have all the issues with Pro Tools fucking with me and everything like that. So I got a whole new system. And I recorded again on Wednesday with um, my co-host, not my co-host, with my guest. And the sound quality was terrible. It sounded so bad. And I just, I'm, I'm amateur. I'm new to this. I'm, I'm running this out of my house. So I didn't know it was going to sound so bad. So now I'm re-recording episode three. And hopefully this gets out to you and it sounds better because I've, I've actually learned and I've been practicing with my new system. Shout out to my partner B. If you guys don't know who he is on Twitter, he's at my partner B and Instagram. He has a podcast also called my partner B. He um, saw that I was about to jump off the ledge and just give up on podcasting. And he called me and he was just like, listen, don't do that. Like, I got you. I'm going to teach you my system. It's very simple. It's easy. You're going to sound good. And this way you won't have any of those issues with Pro Tools and all those other systems that kind of like fuck up at random times and get in the way of you recording. So he taught me his system. So I'm, I'm running a whole nother system. He calmed me down and now I'm back. I'm back. I'm restored. I did want to quit. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm back. I'm feeling good about it now. And I appreciate you guys being patient while I went through this whole transition and everything, but enough about that it seems like it's been forever since i last talked to you guys and i missed you so much so so much uh, i don't even know where to start how do i start okay so what, what i'll do is i'll just catch you guys up on the miko tea because it's been about two weeks so may 23rd um was my anniversary and guess what my amazing husband got me for my anniversary a fucking house in hollywood california fucking crazy if you're thinking right now that Brett Grimes is the best nigga on earth you are correct I cannot believe I almost dumped him when I first started dating him because he never talked during our first couple dates like I can't I can't even imagine where team Grimey would be right now if he had given up on me because I legit called him gay for not trying to close on third date like I was really like is this nigga gay because keep in mind this was Atlanta 0809 where DL men were like running rampant all over the city and you had to be careful you had to have your antenna up and it had to be on sensitive so that you could be sure not to get one of these down low men who were pretending to be straight but really was fucking dudes behind your back you know so I was just like okay it's date three I done spent the night I slept butt ass naked thinking like you know what he gonna try to do something maybe he might touch it maybe I don't know what it was but he just didn't do nothing and I was like what the fuck you know, so I finally asked him about it and he was just like, no, I just didn't want to be disrespectful and try to, you know, make you think that that's the only reason I was here. I was trying to wait 
and do the right thing because you know I don't want you to think that I was just trying to fuck and, and, and then you just be like I'm off you and be gone and I was like oh my god like I'm I'm I have so much baggage like if a man doesn't try to sleep with me I automatically think that he's gay that's fucking crazy to me but I'm so glad that we had the discussion and I, and I figured it out and, and my gaydar never went off when I was dating him. So that was cute, confusing too. Cause I was like, is he gay? Cause I don't feel like he's gay, but he's just not trying anything. And most men are always trying to fuck you like date one. If, if they feel like they, they could get in date one, they gonna try to fuck. And he didn't try. It was like a whole, like two weeks that went by of us dating. And he just wasn't even trying anything. Like he got some kisses and all that shit, but that was it. He wasn't trying to touch anything, like feel anything. Like he wasn't doing nothing. So I was just like, what the fuck? So. Six years later, we're married for six years now. We have a beautiful son, just celebrated our anniversary in our amazing new house that he bought me. We closed early. I was not trying to do no fucking 60, 30 day close. I was like, get the fuck out now. Like as soon as we got the inspection done, I wanted them out of the house because I wanted to celebrate my anniversary in the house and christen every fucking room. So that's exactly what we did. He took some time off from uh, OTAs we flew to LA and we just spent an amazing anniversary in our brand new house. So shout out to my husband for not only getting this house in my hometown, but he's also allowing me to spend a lot of the summer there with my family and friends, which is something I've never done since I've been with him. Since I met this man, I haven't spent a single birthday in LA with my family or my friends and he's letting me do that this summer. So shout out to Brent Grimes, man. I promise. I got I got to put that dick directly in my mouth today. <laughs> but anyway, I had a good time on my anniversary. Memorial weekend was last weekend, and we don't really do do a real big Memorial weekend. We just kind of had a little private pool party here at the house. Brent is really, you know, it's it's almost football season. Like it's almost time. And so right now he's really just focused on training and, and learning a new playbook, you know, being in Tampa and everything. So we had a pretty chill Memorial weekend. And, you know, we talked about the, the fact that um, the Pro Bowl was going to be in Orlando. And everybody on Twitter was asking me, like, what's your opinion on the Pro Bowl being in Orlando? Like, what do you think about it? And I was just like, it's it, it doesn't matter where it is like it, it legit doesn't matter where it is what matters is that it's not about the players it's not about their families and it's not about the fans it isn't flat out it's about the nfl making money and i want to give you guys my opinion of just the pro bowl in general to be honest with you we, i've been to the pro bowl four times for those of you that don't know uh, 2011, 2014, 15, and 16. So th the last three Pro Bowls, I've been to all three of them, and then I was at one in 2011. So I feel like I'm the perfect person to give you guys the real version of what really happens at the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl used to be at the Ihalani Resort on the South Shore near Waikiki. This is like the, the, the home, the general home of the Pro Bowl, and that's where I was for 2011 Pro Bowl and 2013 Pro Bowl. Now the Ihalani, it's it's not fancy, but it's nice and it's very clean. And what I really enjoyed about the Ihalani is the staff and how they were on point. They were always prepared for us. They they kind of knew what we were going to be needing. They're always so friendly and just it was just a really good vibe about it. Outside of it being something related to the NFL, the resort was just you know it was nice, and I enjoyed it. 
Now, the rumor has it that after the 2014 Pro Bowl, the Ihalani Resort asked the NFL to give them a bigger cut of the profits because they felt like they were being robbed. So the NFL not only refused, but they actually asked them to take less. Now, this is just the tea, okay? I don't know if this is true, but I believe it, just so y'all know. So Ihalani declined that, and basically they thought they had the juice because where else are you going to find a resort like that that's in a popping area in Waikiki for that price? Well, the NFL was like, fuck y'all, and moved the Pro Bowl to Phoenix the next year. And I heard that when Ihilani lost that contract with the Pro Bowl, that's the reason that they were forced to close their doors last year in March. So Ihilani is not even up and running anymore because they lost the contract with the Pro Bowl. That's just the rumor. I believe it. You don't have to believe it. You can believe it. I don't give a fuck, but that's what I heard. And I, re I legit believe it because the NFL, they shady as fuck. They all, all they care about is their self and getting money and not giving it to nobody else. So then the Pro Bowl moves to Phoenix, Arizona in 2015. Yes, the NFL put the Pro Bowl in the desert during the winter. The fucking winter. I, I, I couldn't even believe it. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, are we going to go? And he's like, fuck it, let's just go. So we went and it was at the Biltmore, which is a very, very nice resort. It's, it looks amazing, has eight pools, but that doesn't make up the, for the fact that there's no beach anywhere and it was a fucking nightmare overall for us anyway. The temperature barely reached over 60 degrees for the first, five, I want to say, five days we were there. It never got over 60. It was like 55, like every day. And I don't give a shit how many pools you got. Ain't no black people getting no damn pool if it's not 70 degrees at least. Like, it's just not happening. So that's really, when you're at the Pro Bowl, when you're on vacation is what this is supposed to be. Why we got to be in sweats? Why they have a, a barbecue outside for us in 55 degree weather? Like at night of all times. It was at night. A luau barbecue, 55 degrees outside. My nigga, I was on fire. Because y'all know I'm tropical. I'm one of those tropical black people. Like, I, I need the warmth. And I'm anemic. So I'm legit appreciative of Nike giving me a bag of gear so that I could be at least more warm because I wasn't really prepared with my clothing like I can't even front I didn't I didn't understand how cold it was going to be so shout out to Nike for giving me a bag of clothes and shit so I could be warm but it was terrible the weather it was cold as hell and then on top of that I had the nerve to have dental issues so not only am I freezing my ass off at the Pro Bowl my wisdom teeth are clowning they are clowning. They want to be removed. And I'm popping pills, something I just normally, I normally don't pop pills. I'm just not that kind of girl. But I was like, shit, I got to get rid of this pain. So I'm popping pills and nothing is working. So I was like, you know what, babe? I think I'm going to fly home. I'm going to see my dentist and get this done. And then I'll come back if I can. But I wanted him to stay. You know, and he was just like, no, no, I'm going to leave with you. I'm going to go with you. And I was like, no, 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 I want you to stay because I was looking at the roster of the receivers that were in the Pro Bowl, and I was just like, damn, this would be a really good opportunity for him to ball out and show his skills. Because it was like Antonio Brown, Des Bryant, A.J. Green, T.Y. Hilton, Odell Beckham Jr., Emmanuel Sanders, Jordy Nelson, and Golden Tate. That's a very good receiving core. And I know the Pro Bowl is not real. I know it's not real football. They don't play real. But for those of you that don't know, the corners and the receivers, they go at it for real. And it's still not fair because the receiver and the quarterback know where they're going. They have a plan. Um, there's no real pass rush. 
you know, safeties ain't really doing too much nothing but just trying to, you know, anticipate and try to get some picks or whatever. So the corners, you're pretty much on an island with these receivers, and it, it can be pretty entertaining, you know. And if you got a real nigga like Brent Grimes out here who can actually pick niggas up man-to-man full court, I felt like this was the best opportunity for him to show his skills against some of the best receivers in the league and maybe gain some type of respect. Because at the time, he still wasn't being respected. He still ain't shit. It's 2016 now. He still ain't respected. But anyway, so I really wanted him to stay. So he was like, let's try to figure this out. Let's try to find a dentist locally so that you can get this done here. So I called my girlfriend, Terrica Cromartie, who's the wife of Antonio Cromartie, because that year they were playing with the Arizona Cardinals. So I called her, and I'm in a panic, and I'm like, dog, you got to tell me who your fucking dentist is out here because... If I can't get this surgery done, I'm going to leave the Pro Bowl. She was like, all right, you know, I'm going to call. I'm going to figure out if the, the dentist is available. Keep in mind, this is like midnight, y'all. This is late as fuck at night, and I'm, I'm crying. I can't even open my eyes because when I open my eyes, it's like this pain shoots from my gums to my temple, and I'm fucked. So I call her. She calls the dentist, and he calls me back. Like, he calls me back late as shit. And he's like, hey, you know, I love Tarek and Antonio. So if they call me, I'm always here for them. What's the problem? And so I explained to him what I was feeling. And he said, yeah, it sounds like it's your wisdom teeth. Um, I'm off tomorrow, though. And I'm like, oh, my God. He was like, but I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in tomorrow and do this for you out of uh, favor to Antonio and Tarek. So I was I was so happy. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, he's going to do this surgery. I'm going to get it done. I'll be able to stay and Brent can stay. But then I was still a little bit nervous because I was like, okay, I'm doing some surgery. I want my husband to be there, but he has practice. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to ask Coach Garrett because that year the uh, Cowboys had the um, coaching staff. He's like, I'm going to ask Coach Garrett. You, He told me to call some NFL executives to um, see if he can get permission to leave practice. And I was like, okay. So I have all the NFL people's numbers. So I texted a couple of them and asked them, and they all said yes. They were like, well, yes, yes, it's fine. He can go. He, the next morning, we got up. He went to practice and told Coach Garrett, and Coach Garrett said, absolutely. Go be with your wife. Like, be there for her. She's going to need you. So he jumped in the car with me. We went to have the surgery, and then we got back to the resort. He got a notice that he was getting fined $5,000 for missing practice. Five Gs, my nigga for missing a Pro Bowl practice to be with his wife who was having oral surgery. I couldn't fucking believe it. I was just like, are you fucking serious? Like, we got permission to do this. We got permission from NFL executives and from the coaches. Everybody cleared it. Why the fuck is he still getting fined? So we go through this whole process of proving that we got permission, and the NFL says, oh, okay, cool, fine. We won't take the $5,000, but we're not allowing you to do any paid appearances, which is like, between five and $8,000 an hour to go do autograph signings and pictures and all that shit. They stripped him of the rights to do that while he was there. So I'm just like, oh my fucking God, like why? We already proved that he had permission. But that's just how fucked up they are. That's the type of shit they do. So Brent was like, you know what? We have, fuck it, let's go. I don't need to play in this shit. I don't need nothing from them. Let's just go. Me, being the businesswoman I am and being the woman that wants to you know, highlight and showcase his talents, I talk him out of it. I'm like, nah, Brent, nah, we're going to stay. Fuck that. We're going to stay. We're going to stay here. You're going to play in the game. We're just going to just ignore that that happened. And you're just going to play. You know, so he's like, all right, fuck it. We're going to play. So we go to the we go to the game, and he balls the fuck out. Brent is balling, okay? I don't know what, you, what y'all want to call balling, but Brent Grimes is balling. 
He had three tackles. He had five pass breakups and a sick-ass interception, which pretty much sealed the win for Team Irvin. And when the game was just about over, the time was ticking down, the Cowboys coaching staff came up to me in the bleachers, like flat, like waving me down, like, Miko, come down, come down. We're going to help you um, get down on the field so that when they announce the MVP, you can be on the stage with Brent when he gets his MVP. And I'm like, bet, cool. So I throw Aiden down over the wall at the stadium, and then I jump down, and we're, get, we're walking up towards the stage, all excited and happy. And when we get up there, they say, J.J. Watt gets the MVP. I was on fire. I held it in. I stayed professional because I just didn't even want anybody to see me blow up right there. But I held it in. My husband's face, he was so disappointed and so mad. And I was like, you know what? That's okay. We've never been given anything anyway. We're just going to chalk this up. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, they hate me. You know, and I'm not saying JJ had a bad game, but he didn't do any of the things. He he had, I think he had one tackle. I think he had three pass breakups and an interception. But his team lost, okay? Keep in mind, his team lost. Brent's team won. He had more pass breakups, being a corner, playing man, with no help. Had an interception to seal the win, and he still didn't get the MVP. Okay? So that's just, that's just robbery. They just robbed us again. They took the fucking um, paid appearances and they take the MVP and I'm just like you know what fuck this it's the last night here let's just go back to the hotel you know what I'm saying enjoy the, the finale party you know, you know I'm going to take some pictures with some of my favorite players and we get the fuck on out of here we get back to the hotel and guess what the Biltmore staff has robbed multiple players and their families rooms including us we were robbed also the staff or someone has gone into multiple rooms and taken people's personal belongings, jewelry, money, memorabilia, all types of shit was stolen. And the Biltmore staff just got their shoulders up like, I, we don't even, I don't know. Like maybe it was somebody else. Maybe like, fuck y'all. Who else had access to get into the rooms? You know, and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. So I went off. I was on 10 at this point. And I know a lot of y'all know about the rent I went on on the flight home. This is what it was from. It was from strike one with them stripping Brent of his paid appearances. Then it was strike two of them taking the MVP that he deserved. And then it was strike three of the Biltmore allowing us to be robbed and have no way of financially recompensating us for the things that were stolen. I was just like, I'm so fucking done with all this shit. So I was just, I went on a fucking crazy rant. And those of you that didn't hear about it, you can Google it. So after that epic ass fail in Phoenix, they moved the Pro Bowl back to Hawaii. Obviously not at the Ihilani, but they took us to Turtle Bay Resort, which is in the North Shore of Oahu, which is beautiful. This resort is be is way more beautiful than Ihilani, but what they don't have is, no, they don't have Uber, they don't have cabs, they don't have a nightlife, they don't have a mall. There's one restaurant on site, one grocery store, that's it. At least Ehelani felt like you were in a big city. There were strip malls, there was restaurants, there was nightclubs, there was cabs. There was a lot of stuff that you could walk to, like stores and little shops, like walking distance from the resort. It, it was perfect, it was a perfect location. And Turtle Bay just looked amazing, but it just, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't awesome. You had to rent a car if you wanted to go anywhere. And, and Waikiki, where, where it's popping at, it was an hour away from there. So if you rented a car, it cost you about $100 a day. And that's not including insurance. For those of you that rent cars, you know how that insurance will come tax your ass. So you either had to rent a car to go somewhere to do something cool, or you had to get the shuttle services through the hotel, which was 
$48 minimum. Minimum, my nigga. Room service was bad. $30 for chicken fingers and fries. And the chicken fingers had batter in the dairy. So what the fuck can I, what can I do with that? My son is dairy allergic. Most everything on the fucking menu had dairy in it. So me being a mother, I have to figure out a way to feed my child because not only is the room service have a lot of dairy in it, the food that the propo provides, it also has a lot of dairy in it, everything. I'm always find, having to find ways to feed my son when I go to the Pro Bowl and it's so annoying to me that the NFL doesn't even consider the fact that people might have food allergies and just, you know, the meals that they provide for the families at least to just think about it. Just think about making it healthier. Stop giving them all this bullshit ass frozen GMO filled food with dairy and all types of shit in it. Like just consider for a second that you're making billions of dollars off these players and give them something nice for a change, you know? So I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, I got to get some milk for my son because he loves cereal. I go on my phone and I'm looking up to find where there's a grocery store close. And I find this little tiny little grocery store that's like three miles away. And I'm like, bet, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the shuttle dude. I'm going to try to just slide him a 10 or a 20 and be like, yo, could you take me to the store and back real quick? I just need to get some groceries. My son's dairy allergic. I got to get some stuff to feed him. And that was like $48 one way. You want us to come back and get you 48 more dollars and i was like this is some bullshit right so being that i'm a real nigga i found the city bus line so i had to walk a mile out of the resort to get to the the closest city bus stop i got on the bus cost me two dollars with a transfer got on the bus went three miles to the grocery store got the groceries i needed and came back for two dollars okay I'm a real nigga, so I'm going to get it done regardless. But I just would really appreciate if the NFL would consider the fact that this is supposed to be our vacation. They should try to compensate the players. They should try to help them in any way they can. And listen, ask questions. They should send out a questionnaire or something to see how they can make it better. But they don't give a fuck. They don't do shit. They're cheap. They want to take, 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 take. They don't want to give shit. They didn't give the kids a t-shirt. They didn't give them a raft, a floaty something you know what i'm saying they could play with on the pool or the beach nothing okay and they usually give the players like some type of cool little boom box or something that's the part i did used to look forward to is getting the boom box and they didn't even give us a boom box this year like nothing so i'm on the beach with my phone playing music out of it looking like a fucking loser because i didn't bring like a bluetooth you know music player or nothing because i'm so used to getting it and they took that from us too and i'm like what the fuck are we gonna get anything and then on top of it they have the players practicing at eight o'clock in the morning. Like who the fuck wants to be on vacation and have to be up at eight o'clock in the morning for a fake game? You gotta be up at 715 to get your life together and get your, your shit in order so that you could be on the bus by eight o'clock. So you can't really get drunk the night before. Like I wanna get my nigga drunk so I can try to get the second nut that night. You know, I can't do that. He gotta go to bed, he gotta get his rest. And I'm just like, this is some bullshit. You know, so then after their practice, the NFL is so awesome. Let me tell you how awesome they are. They plan appearances with fans, meet and greets and all this shit. And I got no problem with them doing that because the fans do deserve an opportunity to meet some of the, the Pro Bowlers. But it seems like it's every fucking day. Every day they're coming back to the resort at like 3 o'clock. And if you have kids, they go to bed, they're tired and going to bed at like 8, 8, 30, 9 o'clock at the latest. You're not really giving them enough time to spend with their family. And they have practice every fucking day. 
And I'm just like, what is this about? Is this really about family, like y'all say? Merging the business of football with families? No, it's not. Because we're not even seeing them half the day. They got to be up early as shit, so they don't even get to enjoy themselves. You know what I'm saying? Get to hang out late, talking shit at the bar with their friends. I don't want to go out to the bar by myself and talk shit with the other wives and shit. I want my man to be there too, but he got to go to bed. It's just all wrong, man. It's just all whack. Every year, every fucking year, as y'all can see, there's less and less Pro Bowlers actually going to the Pro Bowl. You're going to continue to see that trend because people are tired. They're tired of the NFL faking like this is about family and about the players. It's not. Everybody knows. This is about money. This is about them giving out the least amount and receiving the most. You fly all the way to Hawaii to spend way more money than you actually make while risking your career in a game that don't mean shit in the grand scheme of things. The NFL gives the players two tickets, two first class or four coach tickets. That's how it goes. You either, you either choose between two first class tickets or four, four coach tickets. Now, how many niggas in the NFL do you think want to ride from the East Coast to Hawaii and coach? How many? None. Okay? Barely. So what most of the players do is they fly them and their wife first class and they end up paying for tickets for their parents, maybe their grandparents, their children, their siblings. They have to fit all this because none of their family members are making the money that they make normally. So that's an expensive flight to Hawaii. Then the, the NFL gives the players one room for free, one. So if you got kids, if you got family members, you gotta, you gotta pay for the rooms yourself. Like I told you, room service is expensive as fuck. So most of the players are picking up the room service bill. They give you three free meals during the whole seven or eight days that you're at the Pro Bowl. So the rest of the meal you're responsible for. Your entertainment you're responsible for. You got to do all that shit by yourself. So that's why most of the players want to win the game because if you lose, you make, I think, 28000 or something like that. And if you win, you make 55000 so everybody wants to win so they can try to break even after spending all this fucking money that was supposed to be a vacation for them. And really all it is is an opportunity for the NFL to fucking rob them again and make more money off of them. So yes, you're going to see another trend of players saying no, that they don't want to go to the Pro Bowl because it's really full of shit. That's, that's really why it's full of shit. And it's also full of shit because they try to act like it's really about the fans. Well, if it was really about the fans, how about... Y'all make the game free. How about it's free? First come, first serve on the seats. Free. Did y'all know that the players have to pay for their tickets too to the Pro Bowl? Yeah. I bet y'all didn't know that shit, did you? And it's generally between $100 and $160, depending on the location. So however many people they bring, they got to buy those tickets too. Just like y'all. Ain't no discount, nothing. We pay the same price y'all pay at the Pro Bowl and our man is playing. Ridiculous, okay? So if the NFL really wants it to be about the, the fans, they should maybe offer some free food or something, you know? How about offer free water? Because waters are like eight fucking dollars a bottle. You got kids coming there and you say it's about family. Why don't you just give free water bottles to everybody? How about give a free jersey from every player that's representing the Pro Bowl, give a free jersey. Like, I don't know how to do it, raffle it off, do whatever you want to do, but give out one free jersey of every single player that's playing in the Pro Bowl. Or give away some memorabilia or some apparel from the, the, the teams of the players that made the Pro Bowl to the fans. If you're really trying to make like you care, like you give a fuck, how about you do that? 
And how about you also get rid of this stupid ass game that really isn't football? Because there's no fucking, there's no trench work, there's no trench play. Linebackers ain't coming out here smacking the shit out of running backs because nobody wants to get hurt. Now that one year, goddamn, the the Kansas City Chiefs def- whole defense went to the Pro Bowl. Them niggas was tripping. They was out there cracking everybody's fucking head, and that shit was weird as fuck. But that's not normal. Everybody's kind of chilling and having fun unless you're the corners and the receivers. They're the ones that really kind of get loose out there and entertain everybody. But it's not a real game. So I feel like the NFL should probably just make it like a basketball tournament or like a bowling tournament or a golf tournament or something where the players can actually get involved and not be worried about, you know, ending their career on injury. And then that way you can include the fans as well. Like if you have like a, a basketball tournament or a golf tournament or a bowling tournament, you can like have certain fans that win an opportunity to be on the team with the players. Like I think that would be dope. That would be a great way to show the fans that you appreciate them, allowing them to actually interact with some type of sport or for activities with the players. Or maybe do like a scavenger hunt with the kids and their dads. You know, like get them involved. There's nothing where the kids get to do anything with the dads. Nothing. They don't do shit. So if I don't see any of these changes taking place with the Pro Bowl, I don't give a fuck what city it's in. Shit could be in Las Vegas. Shit could be in LA, New York, Orlando, wherever. It's still just about the NFL trying to make fucking money off the players that they're already robbing with these fucked up bullshit ass non-guaranteed contracts. So that's exactly how I feel about the Pro Bowl being on Don't mean shit. All it means now is Disney about to come up with the NFL as well. Period. So that's how I feel about it. What up, AJ? Where it started, to where it's at, to where it's going, forward, never back. Yeah, from where it started, to where it's at, to where it's going, forward, never back. Yeah, from where it started, to where it's at, to where it's going, forward, never back. Yeah. From where it started to where it's at, going forward, never back. Shit.